Today, Rinpoche gave a very clear explanation of the mind that aspires to enlightenment and various debates that arise in relation to that term. Okay, so once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, and specifically the section on training the mind in the stage of the path for beings of great capacity. Uh, when we look at that section uh, and the spirit of awakening that is emphasized in that section, or the bodhicitta, um, mind that aspires to enlightenment that is emphasized, there are two causal lineages for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment or bodhicitta. Uh, the first is uh, called the seven-point cause and effect for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment, and that is passed down from Lord Atisha. Uh, and then the second um, practice is called equalizing exchanging, and exchanging self with others, and that practice was passed down by Master Shantideva. So in the Lam Rim Chemo, or the Great Treatise on the Stage of the Path to Enlightenment, when we look at the section that pertains to uh, the training based on the seven cause and effect personal instructions passed down from or in the lineage of the great master, Lord Atisha, uh, just as a translator's note in the text, they refer to Atisha as the great elder. Um, but when you see that, uh, if the Tibetan matches that, uh, it's always referring to Lord Atisha. Um, so uh, um, that's who the great elder is. Um, so Lord Atisha um, passed this lineage down. And then in the explanation in the Lamrim Chemo, uh, we find uh, that there are two um, major headings that deal with it. First, uh, um, developing certainty uh, about the order of the stages, uh, and then the gradual training. So these are the two um, categories that pertain to that uh, seven-point cause and effect, and then the first um, developing certainty. Develop, I'm sorry, developing certainty about the stages. Uh, we find uh, two major he headings. First, showing that compassion is the root of the Mahayana, and then second, showing that how the six other personal instructions are either causes for or effects of um, great compassion. Uh, so, in, um, so the first category. Uh, which deals with showing that um, uh, compassion or great compassion 
uh, is the root of the Mahayana. We find the points made where it shows that great compassion is important in the beginning, in the middle, and in the end. So those points are made in that section. And then the next category, how the uh, other six personal instructions are either causes of or effects um, of great compassion. Uh, this refers to the other six of the seven point cause and effect that are not great compassion. So when we look at what those are, um, recognizing sentient beings are our mothers, remembering their kindness, wishing to repay their kindness, and love through the force of attraction. All of these are causes for great compassion. And then looking at what the results of great compassion are, those are the last two of the seven-point cause and effect. So referring to um, after great compassion, we have uh, the extraordinary attitude or wholehearted resolve, and then bodhicitta, uh, the actual spirit of awakening. Um, so we see the second category, how we either find them to be causes or results of uh, great compassion. So uh, Rinpoche went over the outline up to there. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Then moving uh, forward uh, in the outline uh, to that second category, um, the gradual training, uh, we find that there are three uh, major headings. So just going back, we had developing certainty about the um, order of the stages, and those were those two categories of showing the root of the great compassion as the root of the Mahayana, uh, and then that the six other six are either causes of or results of great compassion. And then the gradual training has three major headings. Uh, so the gradual training has training the mind to be intent on others' welfare, training the mind to be intent on enlightenment and identifying the spirit of enlightenment, the actual result of the training or the fruit of the training. Uh, So the first category, training the mind to be intent on others' welfare, um, has uh, two categories. First, establishing the basis for developing the attitude, uh, and then the development of the attitude of being intent on others' welfare. Uh, The first category, the basis or establishing a foundation for achieving this realization, we find two categories. First, uh, achieving uh, impartiality uh, towards all living beings. So that section we deal with equanimity equanimity, um, in in learning that basis. Uh, And then the second category is having affection for uh, all beings or... um, being attracted to all beings. Um, And just as a translator's note, that word attraction uh, is the kind of attraction that a magnet has to metal when I use the word attraction in this sense. So when we have in the uh, seven-point cause and effect love through the force of attraction, uh, that's what (coughs) attraction means there as opposed to the the other kind of way when we think of that word attraction. Um, So... Uh, having uh, uh, being attracted to all living beings is another way to translate that, but that would literally mean having that almost magnet to metal um, relationship 
Um, and that's why the word attraction is used in actually more literal instead of affection. Because affection doesn't have that same kind of connectiveness necessarily. That's, uh, so then now we're going to just move forward uh, right to great compassion. So Renji, I just want to give a slight overview. Okay, so um, <clears throat> moving forward uh, to the, the topic of uh, great compassion uh, or the cultivation of compassion. Uh, when we look at Jayan Sheba's outline, you'll find that there are three categories that um, pertain to that specific section. Uh, so the first category is the uh, cultivation uh, of compa compassion and topics related to, um, so or topics related to the cultivation of compassion. Uh, so we went over that already. Jayan Sheba states there are nine different points that are made within that section. And then the next category is the differences between great compassion and bodhicitta uh, and doubts that arise. Um, we've gone over that, and there were four categories that um, pertain to that or four different points that Jayan Sheba makes in that section. And then the third category um, is uh, the, um, the, the uh, debates or um, about bodhicitta. So just to specifically about the spirit of awakening or um, doubts that arise, but it's almost like doubts, debates that arise in relation to the mind that aspires to um, enlightenment. Uh, so we've gone over the first two categories. We're going to start at category number three. Um, it's going to be on page, I would say 46. Just give me one moment. Um, I believe uh, it's at where it says, furthermore, uh, the furthermore, the the seek tumble in GK. So furthermore, uh, page forty-six, about four lines down from the top, um, I believe that's where we start. Um, the Asanga Lung Gemma, Rebe. Asanga 
Okay. Okay. So among, uh, so there will be seven categories uh, that pertain to this, and uh, the first category uh, will be um, uh, this. Furthermore, this statement pertains not just to developing the spirit of enlightenment. Um, so that's where it'll begin. Okay. The see the de rasong. NGK Rasong, Consul Hakodu. Oh, yeah. In a low masong, I'm going to send a chair. Inchuku, Anger, the Anger. Lapsar. They are not Thomas, you sent him in Jay's a lit. Let Tomu, Saint Jebala, Tatason Bears, Susan doesn't Tidu, Ruben Pobatome, Tidu Legion. Zandan should be Dodian Dan, and then Duceba, Ruane, Shanchu Seba, Tomason. Ne Tolonne Tedulisundos，Tedulajan，Zanda，Mebitojan，Dudenchaba，Dua，Ne，Shanchu，Samba，Tamen，Sun，Kuntu，Tumba，Zeba，Yin，Shesun，Be，Tamen，Sun，
uh, at the path of accumulation. Uh, so when we look at the Mahayana paths, there are five Mahayana paths, the path of accumulation, the path of preparation, this path of seeing, the path of meditation, and the path of no more learning. At the path of accumulation, at the first moment, the beginning of the path of accumulation is where the bodhisattva becomes a bodhisattva, a person becomes a bodhisattva. So at that time, the generation of the spirit of awakening happens, the mind that aspires to enlightenment or uh, bodhicitta arises. At the time that the bodhicitta arises, then that being is a bodhisattva, uh, and that is the beginning of the first countless eon uh, that um, among the three that have to be achieved in order to become a Buddha. Um, so it, here the point that's being made is that this pertains also to the beginner. The beginner here is referring to a practitioner who has achieved the spirit of awakening uh, is a, and so therefore is a bodhisattva, but isn't on the higher paths. So here the higher paths are referring to um, those paths of preparation, paths of seeing, path of meditation, and path of no more learning, the, the, more, uh, the, the higher paths. Um, so uh, the point that's being made in this first category is that these statements not only pertain to those uh, on the higher pathways, but also to those at the initial stage, uh, because that first countless eon begins with bodhicitta, um, which is the path of the beginning of the path of accumulation. Um, so, that's good. Um, okay, so that's it. Digsang Ramache, Kangalasa. That neighbor, the moderate one neighbor. Said you two, you have been moving a Japones, Sandy Matuba, two hundred and moving a Japone, and then Shatu sent the Dambi Tito, John. Shantu是先 Shibitina then, then,
Then Kemagar, the, the Kepa Kemagar, then the Becha Mambo, this, the, the, Shanchi Semba, the Kalpa Mambo, the Semche Lojung Shegadu, then the Tsawa, the Konsu Lojung Tsawa, the, the Nipa, the Kabiri. What the Nipa, the Nipa? Nyamdu. Nipa, the Nyamdu, Jesse Namba, Naja Kaba Toma. So I just was, I'm just trying to make sure I get the stopping points exact. Um, because that's the whole deal. Um, so uh, number two uh, begins here. Uh, and Rimche was saying this is very important. So suppose that you are not anywhere near these objectives, uh, that you give rise to the mere thought, and give rise to the mere thought, I will attain Buddhahood for the sake of all living beings, and in order to do this, I will cultivate this virtue. You may make the great error of entertaining the false conceit, I have attained it with regard to something you have not attained. If you then hold that the spirit of enlightenment is the core personal instruction, yet instead of training in it, you search for something else and work on that, then you're only making a claim that you have passed through many of the levels of attainment. If those who knew the key points of the Mahayana see you doing this, they will ridicule you. Many books say that the excellent conqueror's children train in the spirit of enlightenment for many eons, holding it as their most important practice. 
So what need is there to mention that it could not be attained by those who have nothing more than a superficial understanding? Uh, so the point that's being made here is that just having this thought in your mind, oh, I want to become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings, so I'm going to strive to create virtue to do it. That thought crossing your mind doesn't mean that you have realized the mind that aspires to enlightenment. Because in order to realize the mind that aspires to enlightenment, you will have needed to go through many, many different stages in order to realize that. It's not something that just happens or that, that just comes about. It's something that requires causes for it to occur. And that's why here it says... Um, uh, uh, yeah, instead of training in it, you search for something else and work on that. Then you are only making a claim that you have passed through many levels of attainment. So here, this many levels of attainment, the word levels is the same exact word um, you find for grounds in Tibetan. So the word sa is used. So many grounds have been traversed. So as a translator's note, renunciation is one of those. Um, that is a cause that's necessary to have in order to realize the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So you, just as a note, have to think day and night of yourself getting out of, of samsara and think of nothing else before you could even uh, entertain this realization. So what that, so going back to translation now. So the many grounds and levels, there are many stages that have to be realized, many realizations that occur before the spirit of awakening occurs. And if the spirit of awakening has occurred, that means that all of those other realizations have already occurred. Um, it, it isn't uh, something that could be, it's something that has to be. So if the bodhicitta is present, if the spirit of awakening or bodhicitta, mind that aspires to enlightenment, occurs, that means that all of these other levels have already occurred, definitely. Um, so uh, that's why this realization of bodhicitta is something that's very high and, and, and is not a, a small realization. Um, and and when, if someone has this realization, only then are they a bodhisattva. A bodhisattva is someone <coughs> who has this realization. There's no other kind of bodhisattva um, so just as a translator's note, in the West, we use this term a lot. We're sangha, and we're bodhisattvas, working for good. Saying that means that we've all have realized so many things uh, that, that, going back to, we would have had to have traversed many levels and many grounds would have had to have occurred. Many clairvoyances, many different things. Uh, so it's just saying that this realization of bodhicitta is an extremely high realization. And then it says, Rinpoche pointed this out too, uh, uh, if those who knew the key points of the Mahayana see you doing this, they'll ridicule you. So Rinpoche said it's laughable when you see someone doing this, saying, oh, I'm a bodhisattva, and having some sort of pride uh, in the fact that I've realized this, this bodhicitta, and I'm a bodhisattva. And, and then it says the problem that then can occur is that this pride occurs, and it's a false sense of pride, because you aren't a bodhisattva, you don't have bodhicitta, and then 
that person goes to, on to work on some other type of training because he or she believes that the spirit of awakening has already been realized. There's no, nothing more to do with it. Uh, so then they uh, um, move on to something else. It says, um, uh, uh, let me go back. Yet instead of training in it, you search for something else and work on that. Uh, so that's the, the problem that not, not only that pride arises and it's false pride, but then you move away from the core practice and begin practicing something else altogether which isn't helpful. And it, here it says, many books say that the conqueror's children train in the spirit of enlightenment for many eons, holding it as, as their most important practice. So the bodhisattvas that have this realization continue to hold this as their most important practice. Yet there's these others who say they've realized it and move on to something else. Um, so that's the, the, the error and the falsity that can occur um, and a pitfall. And number two is pointing out uh, to not fall into that trap of believing you've realized something you haven't. Deeg Sung Rinpoche. Um, so number three is <coughs> just a short point, um, but the point is that it's not to say that if you make this your core practice, you can't practice anything else. So that's uh, number three's point. Um, this is not to say that it's suitable to meditate on other paths but is to say you must hold the training in the spirit of enlightenment as the core instruction and then sustain it in meditation. So one doesn't disregard the other pathways. One realizes this and then continues to um, uh, realize it, if you will. So it's a continuous realization that, that um, is always... I don't want to say, it's a, I don't know, without using slang, it's tapped into, it's always plugged into, it's all, you're always um, continuously realizing it. It's not something that um, just is put aside, it's something that you're continuously um, absorbed in, or the mind that aspires to enlightenment is something that the bodhisattva continuously absorbs him, her, herself in. That's the best way to, because there's like an absorption in this mind that aspires to enlightenment that continuously occurs. Um, so, it, so that's continuously occurring 
while the bodhisattva then is practicing other pathways. So it's not to say nothing else occurs, it's to say this should be kind of ever-present and continuous. Digsaram Che. So number four, <clears throat> there are those who even without having gained the experiences as explained above, know about the Mahayana trainings and have firm conviction in the Mahayana. They first develop the spirit of enlightenment and take the vow through the ritual and then train in the spirit of enlightenment. For instance, in engaging the bodhisattva deeds, first there is a description of adopting the spirit of enlightenment and taking the vow, and then a detailed explanation of how to practice the spirit of enlightenment in the context of meditative stabilization. So the sustaining, uh, how to sustain the bodhicitta meditation. Uh, it's right here. So in the context of meditative stabilization, a section within the six perfection which are the training subsequent to generating the spirit uh, of enlightenment. I'm just not sure if this next <coughs> section, sec, sentence. That's good. The Jipa Kabaka. Jipa do, the Jipa de. And then. Shu do, Domba da, Sezone. Uh, 
I forgot I didn't give the uh, I did in my head. Um, so, uh, um, so the pro the mambo lamason gonga me bichi the ngesem salodang yine lamason. So it's necessary um, in order to uh, keep the bodhicitta and become an extremely stable Mahayanist to sustain this in one's meditation. So. Um, one's uh, sta- status as a Mahayanist is strengthened or uh, one's Mahayana practice becomes extremely strong, very stable, um, like the same word that you would use for a rock, um, very, very firm and stable if you continuously um, practice this mind that aspires to enlightenment. Um, so uh, here it, it's, it's saying that... Um, the parentheses, a section with the six perfections, which are training <coughs> generating the spirit of enlightenment. So you generate the mind that aspires to enlightenment and then practice these six perfections. And in the, um, so it's the point that's being made here is that we even see in Shanti Deva's Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life, where in the section on meditation, which is the fifth perfection, it talks about sustaining the, the mind that aspires to enlightenment, which has already been realized. Um, so it talks about meditating on it, but in order to be at the fifth perfection as a practitioner, you must already be a bodhisattva. So it means you already have bodhicitta. So it's not talking about generating it, it's talking about sustaining it. So it's pointing out in Shanti Deva's text where later on, after the realization of the spirit of awakening has taken place, Shanti Deva states to continue to meditate upon it and to develop a single-pointed stabilization in relation to it. Um, so that's uh, the next uh, um, fourth category. Um, that's it, Diksa. Okay, Tanda Diksa. Nobody's <laughs> Okay, 
Okay, so number five um, contains the rest of this paragraph. However, uh, even in order to establish yourself as a proper recipient for these practices, you must train in many kinds of earlier attitudes. Um, so, uh, and I think it, Rimache, the Mundu, the low mambo, the low. The low garde, the low dunjawas, Lujawa. Low, Sam. The low Sam. Sam of Gongure, okay. Yala Jimbatan, Tipem or Santan Ure, Yala Jimbaza, Dibajanaja, or the Lumovijan. Okay. The low chi ni some yomari, low cacre, Gongel Mepache, low jet, low chepa. Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, it says here, um, however, even in order to establish yourself as a proper recipient for these practices, you must first train in many kinds of earlier attitudes. Um, so, one must en engage in a large amount um, of thinking over and over again about all of the previously explained topics. Um, so, uh, one, in order to be a proper vessel, a suitable recipient, a suitable vessel for this to happen, it's necessary to um, train extensively. This word, many kinds, um, I was, what I was asking Rinpoche about, there's the word lo is here, um, and it, in, to the ear it sounds like the word for year, but it's also the word for mind, and there's no different sound, you have to read it. Um, so here, this is speaking of the low, it re refers to mind, and that's why it says earlier attitudes um, here, many kinds of earlier attitudes, um, so many kinds of thoughts, or many kinds, it's really uh, a very short word in the Tibetan, like uh, this word, uh, this uh, earlier attitudes, um, it would be something much shorter and much more um, almost like uh, encoded. Uh, you know, just like earlier minds, and then it means all the stuff that we've already learned about in the realizations. And to, in order to be a recipient for this, you have to have really extensively trained in those things. Um, so uh, it kind of points it out here in the English already, but I'm just trying to explain it because Rinpoche explained it. Um, but this earlier attitudes kind of explains it a little bit. Um, but it really in the Tibetan is much shorter than that and much more encoded um, and requires explanation to understand what it meant. Um, so after you have trained your mind by thinking of the benefits, by practicing the seven branches of worship, so the uh, uh, seven limb prayer uh, the, or the, the, that we've gone over, uh, by going for refuge, and after you come to understand the trainings, then you develop the desire to maintain the spirit of enlightenment. So Lama Tsongkhapa is saying it's a process, and there's a large amount of accumulation that's necessary. The seven branches of worship are one of the practices that allow us to accumulate uh, the, the necessary uh, accumulations, if you will, uh, in order um, to achieve these realizations. Um, so all of these are the earlier practices or earlier attitudes that were described. So previously in the text we went over the seven limb prayer and went over going for refuge uh, and went over uh, the different trainings. So the Lama Tsongkhapa is pointing out that those make one a suitable vessel for uh, this continuous uh, realization of the spirit of awakening. Um, so 
that's all uh, in number five. So when we look at the benefits of the uh, mind that aspires to enlightenment, we can turn to the prayer book to page uh, 26. Um, so, uh, the Cheran the Jula Tanda Loson Juchi Rimche? The the Yanja Tajela Shabis and the Hondu in Asusu the Chibusuji Dunga and then Dua Dual Dual Dua Dunga Jin Dunga Dunga Jusen Dua Taba Dubai Duba Maba Tanja Shanshus and Chibashas Junde Manga do you can send you to the dance and Oh, okay, Juchi. So we find um, uh, the seven point cause and effect uh, pointed out in the um, tenth and eleventh stanza of uh, Lord Atisha's um, lamp for the path to enlightenment. And then it goes on to explain the benefits. So basically from stanza 10 through stanza 17, uh, we find uh, the seven point cause and effect and then the benefits of the um, mind that aspires to enlightenment pointed out. So 10, next beginning with an attitude of love for all living creatures, consider beings excluding none, suffering in the three bad rebirths, suffering, birth, death, and so forth. Then, since you want to free these beings from the suffering of pain, from the suffering and the cause of suffering, arouse immutably the resolve to attain enlightenment. The Juni Jusun Kanga Logo? That Juni So then 12, uh, we begin to see the benefits pointed out. Ne Lama Lenya de Dubi Shanju Senji, Yuan Taban Bas, Dumbuka Bindule, Shanju Senji Perma was on the road, the Tukunga Sheba Chigurus, Naba Sheba Shela. The Ned Jusento Tetar Yanto Yanto Sen Chebashas, 
So then we begin to see the benefits. The qualities of developing such an aspiration are fully explained by Maitreya in the array of Trunk Sutra. Having learned about the infinite benefits of the intention to gain full enlightenment by reading this sutra or listening to a teacher, arouse it repeatedly uh, to make it steadfast. Um, so, did do yimba? Okay, so this is a text from the Kangjur, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha. Um, so <coughs> in it, uh, it says, um, it, it shows the various benefits and so forth. Um, it says infinite benefits of um, the intention to gain full enlightenment. So this is the mind that aspires to enlightenment, the intention to gain the desire to become a Buddha uh, for the sake of all sentient beings. It, so it says, by reading this sutra uh, or listening to a teacher, so uh, you, you know, can arouse the mind that aspires to... The mind that aspires to enlightenment can arise by reading the sutra where all the benefits and so forth are explained uh, or uh, by listening to a teacher. And it says, arouse it repeatedly to make it steadfast. Um, so meditate on it. Um, again and again, familiarize yourself again and again. So this word repeatedly means meditate over and over. Um, so familiarize yourself over and over uh, with this. Um, so it's it's saying, uh, um, you know, you listen to it um, from a teacher or read it in the sutra, and then meditate on what you've heard or read over and over again. Uh, so that's the meaning of uh, stanza. Okay, so we're going to just stop, uh, take a short break. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, the next. Um, so we're going back to Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment. Uh, number 14, stanza number 14. Pejin Telisaba Shanju sent 
ตะเลทาบยงกะเดสตะเนกางกิชมีตานเยเจซวาจิชินะมีกางกิชูกางกิวุลชมากิตองกะตะญาบีซวาจิชินะเนมะกางกิเนเรมบะเฉลมะตุ
Um, so it's for that reason that we say it's really the entrance. Uh, it's the door into the Mahayana practice um, because when it's removed, Mahayana is removed. Um, so uh, that's <coughs> point number one um, in the uh, ten benefits. Jogo Sanjay Gunat Neba Tambaji, Tad Neba Jayusi, Shabimitose, Shantu Sanjay Gulizona, Jayusi, Jesse Shantu Samba, Jesse Shimito Dugres, me, Nemi, Mito Bas are called. Okay, so the next is. Uh, you then are called a child of the conqueror. So then you take on the name child of the conqueror. You become a child of the conqueror. Is number two. Lapa. Okay. Uh, number three, um, as soon as you have this realization, you immediately exceed um, the, the level of the Hinayana hearer or solid, uh, solitary realizer. Um, so wherever they are, the moment on their pathways of hearers or solitary realizers, translators know the Hinayanists, wherever they are, the moment uh, that you are called the child of the conqueror, the moment you have this realization, uh, you are of, um, higher, your attainments are higher. The Tama, the Keiji Chi, the Tama Kona. Shadu Keiji Mandani Chila, and Tony Lamosu Pajo, Setawa Niga, the Sadubi Nugare, Troba Machig Numares. Troba Machig Munitan, Troba Machig, Neron Lugan Sejinogare, Dubai and Chilis Sejinogares. So um, we can divide um, the, the realization or levels of the um, bodhicitta into two, we can say um, the, the, that which is of the, of the lineage of bodhicitta and that which is um, exceptional or um, extraordinary. Or, uh, um, so the, the first of lineage refers to and pertains to all of the practitioners um, who um, have this. I thought previously the, the Riji 
the teme yure. Sejo gona sejo no ba wa de shanju sen julio ba cha na re wa ta. Shanju sen ba ina shanju sen julio ba cha no ro. Okay. Shanji ina shanju sen julio ba cha no ro. Lesser. Yana rejo no no ro wa ta. Lesser. Yana rejo gona sejo no no lu gona sejo. Okay, I see. Okay, so. Okay. Um, so, um, that's more clear. So, if it is uh, um, an attainment or if it is. Shantu Semba Semche Kagi. Shantu Semba Semche. Luji. This Shanchu Sembi, the Ewa, Semche Ewa. Shanchu Sansem Pabala Saturo, Satu Satombo, Satombon Chuba to Yoroa. Satuba Mechet again, Yeran Rijugon, the Sajin of Lugon, Sajin of Gomares, Lugon, Sajin of Saduban Tores, the Ned Endosuan Luan Labanjuros. Dumbi Goso, Chunilamoson Saduji Gajimi, Tonta Jill and Juba to Dama Niga Nugres, and eh. And then this Seji no the Sem Shanchu Semba. Shanchu Semba Okay, so the two two ways to divide, I'm just trying to find out if it's the Bodhisattvas or Bodhicitta. Um it kind of ends up in meaning the same thing. But um so the extraordinary is what occurs um at the the um second half of the um Bodhisattva um, ground, uh, the seventh bodhisattva ground. Uh, so the eighth, ninth, and seventh, second half, and the eighth, and then the eighth, ninth, and tenth are considered extraordinary grounds where um, there are realizations of emptiness, direct perception of emptiness um, that occur in a more subtle, different way than those um, on the previous grounds. There's a clarity, some sort of clarity um, that takes place. Um, so, the the lineage pertains to any bodhisattva. The extraordinary refers to that special level that the bodhisattva um, has that exceeds all levels um, uh, that a hearer and solitary realizer can achieve uh, in terms of emptiness, not in terms of compassion or, or uh, those other things. It's in terms of um, realization of emptiness. And as a translator's note, those are the grounds where the imprints, uh, the um, obstructions to omniscience are gotten rid of. So during those pure grounds is when the bodhisattva gets rid of the things the Hinayanas can't get rid of. Um, so that's basically what we're, we're talking about. The bodhisattva on those grounds during that part has a, a different, is different than just general bodhisattva. Um, so that's basically what it means. But if we were to divide, if we were to look at how many permutations are there between these two, we would say that there are three, because if it is this extraordinary, it is necessarily lineage. Um, but if it's lineage, it's not necessarily the extraordinary. And we can say, posit that which is lineage but not extraordinary. We'd say a bodhisattva uh, who's on the path of accumulation, for instance. And then if we were to say, uh, show me something which is both, 
you would say, a bodhisattva who's on the eighth ground is a lineage bodhisattva and also an extraordinary bodhisattva. Um, there might be a more technical term for this lineage and extraordinary that I don't know, um, but that's the meaning of it is that. So if we were to look at the common locus between the two, we would say that the common locus is a bodhisattva on the eighth ground or that seventh ground. And then something which is neither, um, you can do in so many, anything, you know, rabbit with horns. Okay, so mushi musun lasun, the kanga lasun. Sumbaji, that's a jiba dere, chubishi chudu jubas. Janju sang mugina, and the chubaya shudis, chubishi chudu jubas. Number four, it's the best of all offerings. When it, uh, bo- so this is the highest offering that can be made, uh, the mind that aspires to enlightenment. We're going back to the uh, ten benefits of the mind that aspires to enlightenment. Uh, we, number three was that you are instantly higher than the hearers and solitary realizers. Uh, and then number four is this, um, uh, it's the best offering uh, that can be made. Number four. Okay. Uh, it will allow you to quickly amass the two collections. Uh, so the collection of uh, exalted wisdom, wow, and collection of merit. So it will allow you to quickly amass the two collections. Number five. Um, um, one is able to um, purify... Um, misdeeds accumulated since uh, beginningless time. So one will, is able to get rid of um, those misdeeds that have been previously accumulated. Um, it's very difficult uh, to purify. Previously in the Lamrim Chemo, we saw that the point being made that there are certain misdeeds, such as the five heinous crimes, that are very difficult to purify without uh, um, an opponent of this magnitude. Um, So uh, in order to purify some of the more subtle, difficult things, uh, it's necessary to have a realization of this magnitude to get rid of it, to purify it. Um, so uh, this is um, just kind of backing up number six, that all of the previously accumulated misdeeds uh, will be purified, and, and that means that um, those, even those five heinous crimes, even those things that normally would be quite difficult to get rid of, um, can be purified. Okay, Digson. 
large. What the Dubai River, Dubai Okay, so the there are obst obstacles uh, will be removed. So number seven is obscurations. The tambo, the okay, the. Teaching no. go tambo, the the. You know, say you know, but mare. Jai seji mitu ba niya ba je. You know, say you know, but sumba je. Chebishin chutu ba je ba je. So la so dala zo ba ngaba je. Dedi niya tu jawa tu ba je. Chesamba du ba. Dumba re duwa. Chesamba the the gar. Susu sanu gari na tendu yungu re sirta. Oh, they them. Yeah. Whatever. Then jepa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, whatever, maybe we didn't, but whatever you desire um, will easily be achieved. So whatever you wish for, whatever you desire will easily be achieved. And then number eight is that obstacles will be removed. And Rinpoche said that that's uh, when we look at the, this um, picture of His Holiness the Dalai Lama, uh, we hang this in order to remove obstacles, in order to help us, to protect us from obstacles. Um, so uh, this is very similar to that, like the warding off obstacles, um, the reason we hang this, um, would, we could also um, say is a benefit of bodhicitta um, as well. Okay. And number nine, the grounds and paths will easily be achieved. So the grounds referring to the um, uh, ten grounds, the ten bodhisattva grounds, and paths referring to the five pathways. Um, so those ten grounds, those five paths, will be easily um, achieved. Shanju Okay, so and then number 10 is that you will, uh, in all of your future lives, uh, whether in the higher realms or the lower realms, people, you wish to have happiness. So um, that happiness, uh, wherever you go, uh, wherever you are reborn will be, will occur, uh, is number 10. Suma yo maribe, nangla. Protector.
Okay, so some say rightly, the Gatsire, Dumba. Gatsira, lesson. Dupa, Dumba. Dupa or Dupa. Okay, so number six. Dupa, Tena, so could you anger them and love So, number six. Some say rightly, though merely uttering the words that it is. In order to progress on the path, you must go on increasing your knowledge of emptiness. 
In order to forget <coughs> the past, you must likewise uh, first sustain the spirit of enlightenment in meditation and then cre increase it in an ever more special way the higher you go. But those persons do not even merely utter these words. Um, so uh, this is saying that just <coughs> as the uh, emptiness is said that one incre increases, doesn't just have this realization of emptiness and then move on. One incre ever increases uh, one's understanding and subtle or un understanding of emptiness as he or she progresses on the path. Likewise, one needs to do exactly the same thing with the mind that aspires to enlightenment, ever increasing it, understanding that it's the entrance to the Mahayana. It's this foundational practice that has to be nurtured and, and ever cared for and, 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 and increase. Because without bodhicitta, there's no Buddhahood. Um, this, is, this is the fact. Um, without the presence of this bodhicitta, the presence of Buddha is not possible. Um, so this is uh, the importance of it, and it says, um, I think that's it. So you're increasing your knowledge of the spirit of enlightenment. So in meditation, so familiarization, so over and over again, and then increase it in an ever more special way the higher you go. So um, making it, it have concomitance. So having um, this bodhicitta then enhanced by other things, um, translator's notes, clairvoyances, etc., um, that you can gain as you traverse the path that can help your, and vice versa. Digsung, uh, So well, I think that's the stop point. So for someone to say, oh, you, it's, it's important for you to um, continuously sharpen your understanding of emptiness, um, but it's not necessary to do so with something like bodhicitta, that person's completely incorrect and has misunderstood the text. Lan Tolongolon, 
This is the one way traveled by all the conquerors. The 22 kinds of spirit of enlightenment taught in the ornament of clear, clear knowledge. Understand this from the great trailblazers, explanations concerning how to progress on the path by means of these two, the spirit of enlightenment and the knowledge of emptiness. Um, so here this shows how you can use the two, uh, that emptiness becomes the spirit of awakenings concomitant. It becomes like um, they help one another. Um, so uh, this, this becomes the point. And it says, understand this from the great trailblazers' explanations. So this is referring to those trailblazers of the uh, Mahayana, those trailblazers of the mind-only school tradition and the middle-way school tradition. So when we see that word trailblazers, um, those were the trails that were blazed by um, Master uh, uh, Sangha and Nagarjuna the trail um, and Maitreya and, and, and so forth, those trails of the mind-only school and the middle-way school. So here we find reference to the ornament for clear knowledge. Uh, this is Maitreya's ornament for clear realization. It's sometimes translated as, uh, and in that we find the 22 types of uh, uh, bodhicitta presented, earth, gold, moon, fire, treasure, jewel mine, great ocean, vajra, king of the mountains, medicine, spiritual guide, a wishing granting jewel, the sun, the pleasant song of Dharma, great king, a treasury, a highway, a mount, a spring, a pleasant sound, a river, and clouds. Uh, so Rinpoche just quickly went over that and said that in the future we'll go over what that means. And there's 22, according to the Abhisama Alamkara, there's 22 levels of bodhicitta um, that uh, one goes through, uh, according to Maitreya, and it begins with earth and gold, and these are just names of the levels. Um, uh, that they've chosen uh, to name the levels. Um, so uh, we will go over that in, in later uh, in the future. And let me just make sure, understand this from the great trailblazers. So in the explanations, the commentaries uh, given by them, we find that. Um, so the trailblazers are usually referring to Asanga and Nagarjuna. That's Sonja, 
Okay, so Okay, so we uh, uh, so now we get to the cultivation of the wholehearted resolve. Um, so there's a little bit of that um, that doesn't matter to you. I mean, Rimache is telling me in Tibetan. In the Tibetan, there's a little bit on 309, and then 310 is where uh, uh, the main body of it starts. But it's uh, category number three, the cultivation of uh, the wholehearted resolve or the extraordinary attitude. Less so. Uh, so looking at the seven-point cause and effect, we have recognizing all sentient beings are our mothers, remembering their kindness, wishing to repay their kindness, love through the force of attraction, uh, uh, great compassion, and then we have the wholehearted resolve or the extraordinary attitude. Uh, that's where we've arrived at now, the cultivation of the wholehearted resolve. And there are four divisions of uh, wholehearted resolve. Uh, Mm. So it's very important uh, for us to make sure that we're always in, um, doing dedication. Uh, dedication, if we wish to achieve Buddhahood, uh, is a very necessary component. So our dedications uh, need to be firm and, uh, and always there whenever we engage in virtuous activities. Um, because it is said that when we engage in virtue, uh, it should always be dedicated to our becoming a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings. Because it's said that when we dedicate our virtue to that goal, to that aim, uh, then that virtue will not run out until we actually achieve Buddhahood. It's said like a drop of water that's put uh, into the ocean that drop of water then becomes part of the ocean and doesn't disintegrate until the entire ocean is disintegrated. Uh, so likewise, uh, when one dedicates the, one's virtue to complete Buddhahood, that virtue remains until Buddhahood is achieved by way of that and other collections amassed. So we want all of our practices uh, and virtues that we engage in to be like that of a mango tree that continuously produces fruit. We, if we don't dedicate our virtues, then we'll just receive some sort of happiness or benefit uh, in the future from the good deed that we've done, and then it will no longer um, give rise to anything. So that type of virtue is like a banana tree that just uh, gives rise to its fruit and then no longer produces more fruit. We want to make sure that um, our dedication produces 
um, results like that of the mango tree that continuously produce benefit and stay with us producing benefit until Buddhahood. Digsong Rimache. Uh, so we engage in a lot of virtue. We engage in prostrations. We do offerings and so forth. So we need to make sure when we're engaging in these activities that we are making proper dedications after we do so. So we'll do the concluding mandal offering and dedication prayer. And again, I want to uh, thank John for bringing us uh, these uh, protection emblems from uh, Bodhanath. Bodhanath, right? I always get the Bodhanath Swayambu, all those confused. Bodhagaya. <laughs> I'm bad with my Bodhas. All right. Uh, concluding Mandal offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandak, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Ramachi Gutsi Shapi Denrunang Atsulara Chu Kai Chiranang. Tuche Sha Sha Saudu.